Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look. Today we're taking a look at a product which isn't designed for either you, probably, or me. Because we are enthusiasts, we are power users, we care about high refresh rate, aluminium builds, wireless charging, um, high resolution displays, big horsepower from the SOCs that power our tablets and phones. Um, but we have to remember that we are only one part of the market. There is a big different part of that same market, which is all about casual use cases and really simple builds. And those are actually mainly children and the elderly because we as power users don't want them to have restrictive access to consumer electronics. On the contrary, we want them to embrace these kinds of technology so that they can gain access to social media platforms where they can communicate with their loved ones, uh, share interest with others through platforms like YouTube. So there is a big need for these kinds of products that are inherently designed for different use cases than power users would normally fall into. And that leads us to what we have in front of us here today, which is the T20 tablet from Nokia or HMD Global if you prefer. And this is, well, as I said, inherently not designed for someone like me, which is why it's so refreshing to be able to alter your perspective and put yourself in the shoes of a much more casual consumer walking out into the mom and grop shops that still exist and buy a really basic tablet so they can Skype with their family, play light games like Minecraft if you're a child, for instance, stream uh, YouTube videos that, you know, shows you some of your favorite interests, all of these really basic tasks where you don't need 120 hertz refresh rate, 4K resolution, wireless charging, a blistering SOC from Qualcomm, all of these different like thresholds that these kinds of products just doesn't have to cross. So let's go over what the T20 can do. And I think the first thing that is really important is that you can get a Nokia T20 for around $200. Now the price may alter ever so slightly, for instance, when you buy it here in Denmark, uh, uh, if you conversely buy it in the US or any of the other markets where it's either available or where you are able to import it, but that's cheap. That's cheaper than any iPad. It is cheaper probably than most used iPads that you would buy. But at the same time, Nokia is set on continuing their legacy from smartphones and is offering all many years of safety and security updates and some platform upgrades as well to Android, which this runs on. So basically longevity is secured, security is secured and at a much lower cost. So already from the offset, we have something which is, I think, pretty interesting. So what do you get for your around $200? Well, first off, one thing that it seems that Nokia has focused on is a full aluminum build, meaning that this is not a plastic tablet. This is a lightweight aluminum uh, alloy that they've used to build this. So it's 465 grams and it feels incredibly robust. In, in sheer hand feel, there isn't a lot of immediate difference from something like this to say the Samsung Galaxy Tab FE, which costs a hell of a lot more than this. So already there, we're off to a good start. Now it charges through USB Type-C, which is good. It has stereo speakers, two units on either side, also good. And it even has 
the oddest placed headphone jack I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes, the headphone jack is on the corner of the device, but at least we get a headphone jack because again, the people that would go out and be interested in buying a Nokia T20 might need a headphone jack. So it's good that it has one. In terms of the display, one of the central things about a tablet is that it is a 10.4 inch IPS LCD display running in a resolution of 1200 by 2000, which is actually quite fine. Like you could expect something like 720p, but 1200 by 2000 is just fine by me. At the same time, this peaks at about 400 nits of brightness, which you would expect from an IPS panel, but it should be bright enough for even, and the, again, this is not meant as something that is inherently derogatory, but it should be bright enough even by like when looked at by elderly eyes. It basically should be all fine in most conditions, including bright sunlight. I would say. The pixel density isn't great, it's 224 ppi, but still, again, you should be fine watching YouTube videos, Netflix, Skyping, Facebook, all of these really casual activities that you would use a smart device for, well, you should have no problem. Now, the thing about it is that I know I said that it is enthusiast territory to expect 120 hertz or higher refresh rate, but I would also argue that I think that even kids or people that are in you know, elderly homes would appreciate something that is a bit more touch responsive when you are operating the UI. So something like a 90 hertz refresh rate really have helped to keep this thing feeling snappy. So I am a bit disappointed to see it being just regular old 60 hertz, but at the same time, I feel like every single consumer, be, in, be, be they're enthusiast or old or young, would appreciate the natural touch responsiveness that comes with a slightly higher refresh rate. And I can't imagine that it could have cost a lot more to go 90 hertz instead of 60 hertz. And for me personally, and at least from the people that I have seen upgrade over the years, it does make a difference even to untrained eyes. So it is kind of a shame of, uh, that Nokia has dodged out of that one. Inside, we find a, an SOC that I have never ever heard of before. It is a Unisoc T610. Now, there are a lot of SOC manufacturers out there that aren't Qualcomm or Apple or now Google or perhaps Samsung, meaning that sometimes you just run across an SOC manufacturer that you haven't heard before. But I have been promised uh, by Nokia themselves or the PR reps that sent us this, that you wouldn't be able to, in normal day-to-day -day tasks, be able to tell. And that was mostly true. I will say, and perhaps I can't demonstrate this live, um, but there is a slight, I've just set this up again for media usage, there is a slight delay, I feel, when you're opening apps or closing them, as you can probably tell, just the calculator or the settings before they come into life. And obviously, because it only has four gigs of RAM, it will retain fewer apps in those RAM for quick opening and quick access. So, will you be waiting on your T20 when you're using it? Well, yes, you probably will be waiting a few milliseconds, half a second there, a half a second here. Well, while that would bother me, or possibly you, I would probably argue that the delay itself isn't big enough to warrant a sort of a markdown in its score or overall value to the consumers that this is aimed at. At least I think. 
because if you're giving this to your kid as your first tablet, you might find that games beyond the most simple ones, such as if they want to play like, what if their buddies all of a sudden want to play Call of Duty Mobile on their tablets or Modern Combat or Asphalt or any games which isn't Minecraft. And Minecraft itself can actually be quite taxing on the SoC. Well, you might think different in terms of the acceptable frame rate that you would get. But the point I'm trying to make here is that for most day-to-day -day tasks, navigating apps, writing emails, watching something on YouTube, navigating to the Google feed, et cetera, et cetera, this will be fine, despite the fact that it's a Unisoc T610 and has four gigs of RAM. It, one good piece of news is that this has 64 gigs of internal storage, but this has microSD, meaning you can, you can expand with all the microSD cards that you want and have a lot more basic storage than Nokia is willing to give you for the price. And the final good piece of news, inside here, we find a battery which is 8,200 milliamp hours, more than enough for around three days of mixed use, I would say. There's also a camera here, which I've used once, and I hated it. But let's be honest, be you old or be you young, there is no excuse for being the kind of person that walks around taking pictures with your tablet. You're a monster and you don't deserve a tablet if that's what the kind of stuff that you do. But if you are, I mean, without giving too much away, I mean, you can basically tell, I know it's a bit of inside baseball here watching the studio, but I mean, look at this camera. This is not good enough, guys. This is not good enough for anything. So in some respect, I don't know if Nokia would agree with me, I would have want them to cut the price and cut the camera away. The selfie camera is important because we use that for video chatting, which is more important now than ever. But this stupid camera on the back, just don't, just don't use it. Don't have one. Cut the price off, maybe $20 or whatever this kind of module costs to manufacture and install. I mean, I don't think a lot of us would care and I don't think the target audience would care. But apart from that, for around $200, Tablet, big 10.4 inch screen, great aluminum build, big battery, a lot of platform security and software upgrades. Looks like Nokia has taken a very successful formula from their smartphone world and successfully implemented in their tablet world. So look forward for the full review. Talk soon. Bye.